This is a call to those who want incredible success, but do not necessarily want to get filthy rich. You want to help others, be purposeful, and enjoy all life has to offer. Welcome to the Inbound Marketing Revolution. This is Dow of Inbound with Ion Garlic. And today on the show, we have an amazing social media expert who runs her own social media agency, helping clients really get return on their investment, which is a big thing when it comes to social media. Uh, She's been in television broadcasting, traveled all around the world, and is joining us all the way from Australia. Karina Essa, thank you so much for being on the show. Thanks for having me. Um, so, Korea, tell me a little bit about, about your background. It's really interesting. I, I'd love to know a little bit more, especially out of uh, out of your own mouth. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I got started a few years ago. I my dream as a teenager was was to be a television producer, and so I went to London when I finished school. I went to London and studied um, television production at the school, and um, and I, I quickly got jobs. I did a few odd jobs before I started my career in television, of course. And then I I started working permanently in, in television production companies. And right in the middle of the financial crisis, I think it was back in 2009, I got made redundant from my job um, for the fifth time. So it was the fifth time since I had started working uh, that I had that was made redundant. So um, at the time, I realized that there was no point for me to look for another job because every every company out there was downsizing. So I um, I called my brother, as you would, right? Who for many years, because my brother is a quite a successful internet marketer, he's a New York Times best-selling author as well. And for many years, he used to tell me that I was wasting my time working for someone else, working in television. And um, and I was reluctant to follow his advice because I I just couldn't picture myself doing what he was doing. It wasn't something that I thought I would I could do. I wasn't a marketer. I didn't want to be a marketer, especially not internet marketer. And um, and so when I lost my job, I thought, well, I'll just give him a call and and see maybe he's got an idea for me to do something because I couldn't stand the idea of first of all being broke and, and second of all not doing anything, not having anything to do. And so when I called him, he just was over the moon. He said that he um, he had um, he was so excited for me that I had lost my job and that it was the best news he had ever heard. And, uh, and so he said to um, – he, he asked me to join him at one of the seminars he would run. So he used to run internet marketing-related seminars in the, in the UK. And so I, I flew there reluctantly. Um, and uh, I swallowed my pride because I always said I'll never, you know, follow your advice. And so I swallowed my pride and I went there and a few people were sharing different strategies. And at the time, social media marketing was becoming really, really sexy. Everyone was talking about social media was the in thing, right? Mm -hmm. The in thing to get into. And so I decided that I was going to try one of the strategies that were shared there, which was affiliate marketing on Twitter. So I thought, okay, 
Well, Twitter is free to join. I don't need a website to do affiliate marketing. I don't need my own product. It sounds pretty easy. I'll just plug internet uh, affiliate marketing into Twitter and that's it. And so th- that's what I did. Uh, at the time, there was a software that was, le- that was legal, I guess. Um, it was then considered um, a spamming software by Twitter and they removed it from the market, unfortunately. But at the time when I started, it I could still operate it. And so I built a huge following on Twitter using that software. It was like a robot that would follow and unfollow. And so with, within a few, um, a few months, I had a hundred thousand Twitter followers. And very quickly, I started making about $700 a week just doing affiliate marketing on Twitter. And so one thing led to another. I created my own information product, which was how to make $700 a week thanks to Twitter. Surprise, surprise. And I sold quite a few units. And I I was invited to speak at conferences after that. So one thing led to another. And then um, I was always told to survey people who don't buy the product and ask them, you know, why didn't you buy? Um, So I was mainly selling my information product on webinars and – and I was always told, you know, I always ask people who bought, why did they buy? And the people who didn't buy, why didn't you buy? And so I, I collected quite, quite some interesting information. A lot of people who weren't buying said uh, they weren't buying because they just didn't have the time to do, you know, the grunt work of, you know, generating leads and building a following on social media. And that they would have bought if I was delivering it as a done-for-you service. So um, I decided that I was going to to do a done-for-you, to sell a done-for-you Twitter marketing service. And so I, I, I did that, and that went really well. I mean, the service was oversubscribed really, really fast, and I had to start hiring staff because I just couldn't handle all the customers myself. And um, and then people started asking me, do you do Facebook, and then do you do Google+, Plus, and then Pinterest came along and then now Instagram and so it's now become a social media marketing agency so I, I don't really sell information products anymore I focus more on on selling the service so that's that's the story in a nutshell oh it's an awesome story though it's a it's a it's a really cool story um I've got a ton of questions about it you know one of the, the, the big things you said too is the, the way people looked at internet marketers um and I think it's changing, but it it's still there. Especially if you're, you know, for people over forty, uh, they look at internet marketing as kind of like this shady thing, and and there are shady aspects to it. Um, mm-hmm. uh, do you do you feel that way that that people are still looking at you like, oh, you're an internet marketer, or you're doing social media marketing, and that's not kind of a real thing. <laughs> Absolutely, and and my uh, my father's like that. He always asks me, "When are you going to get a real job?" Uh, so uh, absolutely, <laughs> I I absolutely feel it. Uh, definitely for the older generation who don't understand what it is, um, and so uh, you know their understanding of what I'm doing is I'm I'm in IT. So um, <laughs> if you know if if they if their computer breaks down, they hand it over to me, thinking that's you know what I'm an expert in. Uh, so no, it's, it's very interesting you say that because um, it's, it's definitely what I'm experiencing for the, for, for the older generation because it is a new career. It is a new sort of job. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And what, and what do you say to them when they, when they ask that? Because I mean, the, those, there's people that own businesses, I'm sure 
that kind of feel that way when they first come to you and then they, they see it work and it's awesome. But mm-hmm. how, how do you address that? I usually remain really vague about what I do and um, I um, I usually don't talk much about what I do because it's really hard to explain what I do without starting to use jargon that no one understands and if they even if they did they would fall asleep you know it's like it's like when you say you're an accountant that sort of ends the conversation <laughs> it's, pretty much, it's pretty much the same with with what we do when it comes to digital marketing um, so I, I remain pretty vague yes yeah because I, I the reason I'm asking is because I, I have that problem too and and I, I was actually I, I met with some old friends from college and one was like hey are you still doing that thing with websites I'm like yes <laughs> <laughs> yes I do that that's thing. right <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> um you know I, I I love the fact you have a television production background because we do video and I think that production background is huge um do you, have have you found that having those skills has translated a lot into just managing and doing the things that you do now and so at social media worldwide I think the skills in general I got from working in television have helped me I don't know as much as you know, television production, the actual production aspect, because, you know, the softwares and tools and special effects change and, and things become really dated and special effects can look old fashioned really quickly. So I don't think the skills of television production as such, but working in television, tight, tight deadlines, yeah. everything has to be done yesterday and demands and, and, and knowing how to sell something visually, yes, all these skills absolutely working fast, but also producing quality is definitely something I learned from working in television. Um, being creative, thinking outside the box, because you know marketing is tough. You know, people have seen marketing messages and sales messages over and over again, and you know it's so easy for for people to experience ad fatigue. So always coming up with new ideas, new ways to sell things, to market things. Yeah, definitely. I definitely learned that from television. Um, yeah, it, I agree. That's awesome because and, – and yeah, when I was talking television production, I think project management. And, and, and it's a skill we don't talk about a lot and we're, we're not taught it generally in school. But mm-hmm. I'm sure in television production that you had to absorb mm-hmm. some great project management skills. Um, do, do you, oh. you uh, did you and do you use those daily? <laughs> oh, all, all the time, all the time, and and crisis management skills as well. Oh, yeah. Actually, uh, yes, I, I mean I call my job what I do challenge management. That's what I do. I, I manage challenges, and uh, I think that um, I've definitely developed a thick skin working in television. You, you're dealing with a lot of people, a lot of difficult people, a lot of people who are artists and I love artists they're fine I have nothing against them but they can be really difficult to work with as well so um, learning how to deal with different personalities different types of people um, definitely I've uh, taken these skills on board yeah and and what's your biggest tip for doing that how do you do that on a daily basis how do you keep calm and and how do you keep fresh I I do a lot of research and development. I uh, I I read a lot. I do all the courses that are out there. I also have someone on the team that just does research and, and development, looks at strategies, tests things, um, and then reports back to me what's working, what's not working. 
so it's it's constant it's constant because one thing works one day and the and another thing doesn't the next day so you constantly constantly have to educate yourself and also keep an eye out for what's happening we're in an industry unfortunately where things are never the same fortunately and unfortunately so you always have to be a, keep up to date always monitor what other people are doing and test all the time absolutely you know, no question about that test and have someone else on the team who is responsible for research and um and things have changed massively ever since i i um I started working with, with Sarah. Sarah is her name. Um, she she's responsible for just researching things for the company. She just researches strategies and reports back, and that's that's why um, that's what we contract her for. And it's just been so useful. And um, I also, I, I get to, I get to report back on, on on her findings, and I get to sound really smart. So that's really good. <laughs> That's awesome because yeah, people don't. Re- I, I the research and development is critical because of the the vastly quickly changing landscape of social media. Um, so yeah, uh, that's awesome because people think, oh, just post to Facebook and it'll work. And why should I pay you to post to Facebook? But yeah, I'm sure you're finding new ways <laughs> every day to to do it. Um, what are some of the trends that you're seeing now at social media worldwide? Uh, I mean, definitely, uh, definitely a lot of more free content available. So, so um, before, if you had content, you 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 would put a gate up and you would say, "Well, you know, submit your name and email." Now, a lot of people are promoting content that doesn't have any barrier to entry, so it's like um, you know, opt-in free, I guess. And um, and the opt-in request comes much later on. So I've seen that change uh, in a few years. More people are doing that now. So it's, it's getting really harder to build a list in certain industries without providing a lot of good content first that doesn't require someone to opt in. So I've seen that shift. I've seen a lot more uh, free things being shared um, and more uh, more more higher price ticket items items being sold so instead of selling the odd $47 ebook people give information for free but then they sell something for premium they sell something for $1000 so I've seen that this this is becoming more common I don't know if it's just in the internet marketing industry um, that's happening and I don't know if you've noticed the same but I find that you know, we've, we've shifted from that $27, $47 product. Now everything is free. And if you want to work with a company, then you pay for the privilege and you, and you pay a higher price. So, you, you know, you'll start seeing people charging $1,000 to $5,000. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it's – and I think, you know, we were talking before we start recording about Gary Vaynerchuk. And, mm-hmm. you know, his whole philosophy is – give, 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 give. And then like every two years he puts out a book and, and if you want to work with him, well, it's super expensive, but he's just, yeah. you know, he's just push, 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 push. And I, I have seen that in high value. You, you can't just be giving away stuff. People know you gotta be giving away super high value stuff on a constant basis. Um, yeah, definitely seen that happening. Yeah, absolutely. And then you don't have to justify for the price because people would will pay for the privilege rather than for the value you're providing. So um, 
so you don't even need to justify why you're charging $20,000 a month or whatever he's charging, $30,000 a month. I don't know. You don't have to justify it anymore because you've done all that giving before and you're just paying for the privilege, for the name, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And as far as platform goes, um, you know, what, what platforms are, are you seeing and what are you seeing happening in them? Well, the ones that interest me the most as a market are the ones that have some really good advertising tools. So for me, it would be Facebook, number one, just because of this. This is just the best form of advertising you can have and the cheapest one and the most uh, with the most targeting options. So I would say Facebook for that reason. And Twitter, of course, because they're improving their advertising network. And Instagram, because Instagram is linked to Facebook. Um so I w- that's why I would be interested in, in those more than any other one. And LinkedIn also. Uh, God, it's hard to choose because I started listing all of them. Um, <laughs> LinkedIn as well. <laughs> why did you even ask me? Uh, LinkedIn has um, has a great um, a, a great advertising network as well. As well, a bit a bit more pricey, but very very effective. Yes, and so I would, go for, yeah, I would go with social networks that have advertising networks with really good, thorough ad, uh, targeting options. Yeah, yeah, and, and and you know it's hard to choose once. It, I like the advertising aspect, but it's hard to choose unless you know who your audience is, right? Absolutely, and it depends from from industry to industry, from from business to business. It just depends. A lot of people come to me and say, "Well, you know." which social network do you prefer? And I don't really have a preference. It's whatever works for the business. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, wherever the audience is, that's where you go. Yes, yes. So when people do come to you, tell me a little bit about your process. How do you, how do you work with new clients? Mm-hmm. Well, I mainly sell the the service through webinars. So it's basically I send an invitation out for one hour, sometimes 90-minute training on social media. So topics vary from, you know, social media for beginners, social media for business, you know, advanced social media, traffic generation strategies. So, you know, I, I vary the, the topic of the webinars. And then, so for an hour, an hour and a half, I teach and then um, I sell the service. And then when people sign up to the service, um we send a questionnaire and, and the questionnaire is basically for us to have an understanding of where the business is at, what they want to achieve, who their target audience is. And, and just by going through the questionnaire, we can, we can have a really clear understanding of, of, of where the bez- business is at and how deep or not deep their understanding of social media is. Because when you deliver a service, I mean, Providing the service is fifty percent, and then edu- educating the customers is is another fifty percent. Because usually, when they, you know, outsource the service to us, and you probably experience that, usually it's because they lack uh, understanding of how it works mm-hmm. most of the time. And so we find ourselves that not only are we delivering the service, but also, we're also educating the the clients to understand why we do what we do. Mm. And how do you go about doing that? Uh, a few things. Well, first we we put together a strategic plan. Um, so after they they answer the questionnaire, we put together a strategic plan, a social media strategic plan, and then we explain the the plan we put together, why we put it together that way, how we feel it's going to go, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And uh, and then uh, usually questions. Co- 
come from it a, a, a lot of times or people as we deliver the service will ask us well why did you do this or how come this happened so we're finding that we're constantly educating customers which is fine um, which is absolutely fine it's it's really a, a pleasure to to do that we we really like I don't know if you agree with me but uh, I, I really like it when customers are involved in the process and they're not just uh, they don't have that set and forget mentality I like it when they're involved and they're not only getting a great service but also getting educated as we go along so um, so no that's that's really great Oh, no, yeah, I agree. I think uh, they should be educated. Now, should they be educated to the point where they have to know every single little thing and, like, tactic and how to do it? No, but they should know the, the, the philosophies behind it. And mm-hmm. and it's I, I tell people, I mean, it's, this is, it's as important or more important than the actual service you provide when it comes to your business, not to your end user, but to the, your business because there's nothing more important than marketing, right? Yeah. Absolutely. So yeah, there's a fine line between micromanaging and <laughs> and, uh, and 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 being curious. I know it's it's pretty tricky. Yeah. Uh, but what do you do? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But once they they they're knowledgeable, I I like people to try and do it themselves too first before they they come to us. And I'm like, here, go do it yourself, and then come to us because you'll realize how much work we put into it and how it, it's not simply, a, you know. Let me cut and paste and, and post a link on Facebook, and boom, there you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, awesome. Um, so when when it's all said and done, you know, there's the, always the ROI question when it comes to social media. Mm-hmm. What's the return on investment? And la- <clears throat> lately we've been talking a lot about, you know, since you got your uh, start in direct response, when you, you got your start in actually, okay, we do this and we make money. You know, affiliate yeah. marketing, you put the links out, you make money. There you mm-hmm. go. There's no branding aspect. But then, you know, there is a branding aspect to social media, which you can't gauge. There's no, no yeah. way to gauge branding. So you do, but you should be balancing those two. And we've talked a lot about it. Gary Vaynerchuk's talked about it. Ryan Dice has talked about it. I've always had that philosophy because you, you can't gauge every single bit of it. How do you balance that? And how do you, how do you explain that to your clients? It's it's really hard, and uh, it's really hard. And when I sell the service, you know, I don't sell it well. You know, it costs that much, and you're going to make that much because it's really intangible. Like, how can you measure the the returns from, from social proof? You can't. <laughs> and. Um, and and so it, it it is really hard. It's something that I, I don't think anyone has been able to to answer. I guess. And the the angle I adopt when we sell the service, we we go for people who are interested in where their main goals is brand awareness and um, traffic generation and um, and social proof usually and reputation management so for them when these targets are met then they're happy we don't go and promise them you know from what we're doing you're going to you know sell millions millions of copies of whatever you're selling Mm -hmm. so we're just being very clear about what to expect from the service and and still that's a lot of value i mean traffic uh, the, the traffic you can generate from from social media the social proof the the branding um the the brand awareness you can increase uh, you know how can you put a price to that yes hey, yeah it, it's so important 
um, mm-hmm. brand awareness and also brand authority. Yeah, mm-hmm. Because if, if you provide any type of service, like you said, mm-hmm. you put out this good content when they come to you, mm-hmm. now they pay, mm-hmm. they pay for the privilege of being in front of you instead of you having to sell them. Yeah. And then when you're on social media and you're always front of mind, um, every, everything else that you do outside social media just tends to just work better, I find. I find that people who have an impeccable social media presence, anything that they do outside social media just seems to work better. They have a better open rate with emails. You see, they have a better click-through rate. So just everything else, every other marketing effort just works better, I find. And... um and just another example of you know how it's really tricky to to measure ROI. We had an author who had written a lot of books, but had never managed to get a publishing deal um, in the past. She came to us. We managed to build a big following for her because she just had great content. She just wasn't a marketer, and uh, and then Wiley and Sons um, offered her a publishing deal after so many years. Of, because she had a big following on social media. And when she asked, you know, how come you decided to publish my book? They said, because you have a platform. How can you put a price to that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, if, if someone's looking to get published, that's the first question mm-hmm. someone asks is, is what's your platform like? Absolutely. Or even selling your business. I mean, everyone who's in business nowadays, they either going to leave the business or they're going to sell it or, pass it on to someone right but most people want to sell their businesses and the first thing people do is um the people who want to buy the business is hire people like us to try and look at you know the 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 business's digital footprint the first place they look at is social media so it's things like that where it's it's no longer luxury to be on social media the right way it's just a necessity and that's it I, I love that, and that's a, a conversation that we we don't have often, but it increases the value of your business, like the the the, the mm-hmm. sellable value. Uh, to, Absolutely. Yeah, and no one thinks about that because they're just thinking, oh, it mm-hmm. generates that brand awareness, but it's also the mm-hmm. first impression because that's the easiest gauge for someone to do of of the value of the business. I never thought of that before. That's great. Yeah, yeah, and you can't you can't start being on social media, or marketing on social media with a short term mentality. Because you'll fail. It's just a, it's a long term process, and uh, it's very clear when I'm business and talk about the business. I, I make sure that people have that understanding that they're not there to make a quick buck, but they they're for the for the long run. Mm-hmm. It is for the long run, and but yeah. everyone wants right now, and uh, <laughs> and, and they want <laughs> the, the quick fix. So I'm gonna uh-huh. I'm gonna put you on the spot a little. Um, yeah. I'm not gonna ask you your best tip because I I think you your best tip you you probably should not give away to the public. But what's the second coolest <laughs> thing that you're doing right now, or the second neatest thing that you thing that you're the most second coolest? Yeah, that you're excited about. <laughs> the second coolest, um, in terms of social media or in general for the company. Well, for for a company, it could be social media. What's something like a little little tactic that you know something that someone could go do today. That could right. generate some results. Yeah. Well, definitely keyword listening. I call it keyword listening. I don't know if there's another word for it. Um, it's basically a question of listening into what people are saying and, and, and the keywords they're using relevant to your business and just continuing the conversation. I mean, I mean it's really basic, but uh, we use a tool called um, 
buzz buzz uh buzz social i'm sorry not buzz social um I, uh, buzz, buzz bundle Zoom. sorry oh, okay, buzz bundle. no buzz, buzz bundle Zumo? okay buzz bundle. <laughs> no okay. no no buzz, <laughs> buzz i get so uh, confused so yes buzz bundle and it's a software that basically um, uh you insert the keywords you want to listen to on social media, and then it lists from all different social networks all the conversations happening. And from that dashboard, that uh, Buzz Bundle dashboard, you get to answer uh, and join these conversations and answer questions. So I find that I mean, I, I did that as a strategy. I tried it out one day, and uh, we got 50, 50 opt-ins um, to our newsletter in just one day. I mean, it was grueling. It was um, we did that for quite a few hours, but it was free and, and very, very effective. So it's just a question of chipping in, answering people's inquiries, and then pointing them to to another resource that happens to be, you know, your free offer or awesome. something like that. So, yes, Buzz Bundle, that's a little trick that, uh, <laughs> that people can use to, to siphon leads and, and build relationships with people genuinely interested in in people's businesses or, or service. Very cool. Very cool. Karina, thanks so much for being on the show. You've been incredible and it's, it's fun to talk about social media with an expert like yourself. Um, so I, I just have a few more questions that we always ask our guests. Um, what's, what's the book that you're reading right now or you've read that's most influential on you? The, the book I'm reading at the moment is um, is um, Marketing University 101 from Donald Trump. So that's the one I'm reading at the moment. I'm halfway through. But the one that's been quite influential, I think, is Changing the Channel by Michael Masterson. So Changing the Channel, it's called. Um, and uh, it's just a book about different different marketing methods. And it's about basically... It teaches businesses to not just use one marketing channel, but multiple marketing channels to scale your business. So I, I thought it was a very clever book with some really, really clever and underground marketing strategies. So changing the channel, I guess, has been the most influential one for my company. Awesome. I've never heard of that one. I'm definitely another one to add to my list. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, and, and as far as quotes go, I love quotes. Is there a favorite quote you have? Not a quote as such, but um, but a mantra. And the mantra is, if uh, if she can do it, so can I. Awesome, that's a good one. That's a that's a really Thank good you. one. Uh, and uh, you know, mindset. It, it, especially in a changing world of social media and and working with clients, you always have to be working on your mindset. What mindset are you working on right now? Um, I the the one of not giving up because. Every day, there's another another opportunity presents itself to just say, "Oh, that's it! I, I give up." And um, and I think managing that, managing the multiple times where you just want to just pull the plug because just challenges or or problems or or just things that are difficult to handle just keep on presenting themselves. And sometimes it's just easier to say, "Okay, that's it! I'm done." So I think I, what I'm working on right now is managing that. Man- I, I guess it's more instead of managing, I should say, accepting the fact that challenges will always come and um, and that I should welcome them really because uh, it makes me grow as a person but also the company. 
Awesome. Yeah, that's so important. I love that. Yeah, challenge. You, you said challenge management, and I, I think that's a, a fantastic concept to have. Um, awesome. Karina, thank you so much for being on the show. Uh, if you all would like to work with Karina, socialmediaworldwide.com is her website. And I'm sure a lot of people will want to work with you after listening to this. I mean, we all need social media. <laughs> thank and, you. and you're definitely have got the, the expertise that people need. Uh, this has been I and Garlic, Dow of Inbound. And uh, thanks for taking Karina and I on your journey. And I hope you have an awesome, awesome day.